Hello, one and all, and thank you for joining me, your illustrious host, Dulce, on another fine episode of I Digress. I don't have any zinger or any witty opener today. We're just going to get right into it. You know, how y'all doing today? How you living? How you living? In living color? <laughs> so I just finished watching um, Dave Chappelle's last stand-up special on Netflix called The Closer. And I just wanted to talk about that and a few things around that, a few things that have absolutely nothing to do with that, and a few things that are just like, why do you know that? So let's dive right into it. I'm just going to dive in it. <laughs> okay, so um, first, let's just talk about Black Excellence. And so this show was, I think it was produced by Stan Lathan. That whole family dynamic is just like, oh my gosh. What was it like in your house? Like, were your parents like, you know, just be respectful and, you know, put out the energy you want in the world? Or were they like really strict? Because they're just like, what? So Stan Lathan has like basically the reason why UPN and, you know, um, BET have anything to play at all on television. So Stan Lathan is responsible for Amen, um, South Central, Martin, Moesha, The Parkers, The Steve Harvey Show. Um, he directed episodes of Rock, um, Eve. Then he's also the co-founder of, or the co-creator of Deaf Comedy Jam. So, Yeah. <laughs> there's that he also did episodes he first directed episodes of Sanford and Son like Sanford and Son dun 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 like really old money that's old money I mean still like new money but it's still old money all money's old but you know potato potato tomato Anyway, so that just made me think about how Sonali is just out here acting and just taking projects that, you know, of course they pay her bills because she wants to be an independent and she wants to, you know, earn her keep. But she just acts and does what she wants because, I mean, eventually she going to get a trust fund. Uh, she's in a will. There's a will. Okay? So... She's just doing this because, you know, she feels passionate about it. She loves arts and just she needs to emote. You know what I mean? Because goodness gracious, child. And it might behoove her to not get married ever because you're not about to steal my daddy fortune. You better get out of here. You're not about to take my daddy Martin money, okay? It's not happening. Probably why she did not get married. Think about that. Anyway. So he produced, like, all of um, Dave Chappelle's comedy specials on Netflix. Cha-ching. Another check. Just pluck excellence. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> but um, there is so much, like, controversy around this, this Netflix special. And it's just, like. You literally are proving his point. Like, irony is just lost. It's just a lost art. Because you know what? 
people aren't being social, so you don't know what irony is. You don't understand tone. You get nothing. But, you know, your panties in a bunch. Okay, so. Uh, it's just so much. So, in the special, oh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it yet, you already know the deal. You know what you, you knew what you were signing up for when I told you what we was talking about today. So, I'm going to give you a minute. Y'all gone. I can't hear nothing. Anyway, so he was talking about um, how, as the black community, we'll look at the LGBTQ community and how they've made so many strides. And we're just looking like, what the f- How you Do you see where we are right now? Yeah, we do too. That's why we met. And then he was talking about I mean, everyone keeps bringing up this point about, okay, so you wouldn't let him talk about gay people, but you'll let him talk about killing niggas. You'll let him say nigga over and over again. And that is fake outrage. That is a point that is moot to you because you don't care about that. And this is why I say that. Because um, if you're of a certain age, you may have heard of C. Dolores Tucker, and you don't even know it. So she was what was um, coined the term um, rap anti-crusader. And she was a woman who was responsible for steamrolling over Snoop Dogg's records. So it got so intense because it got to the point where they were looking or thinking or considering dropping Death Row from the parent label. And when you are being um, the subject of um, a lawsuit or what have you, you have the right to bring up any character flaws that you feel will make them feel like it is of monetary gain that you are going after this person. So Suge Knight's attorneys took the defense that Dolores Tucker did not care about the children because her whole crusade was about, you know, the rap music that's going out right now is derogatory, it's violent, it promotes drug use, it promotes drug sales, and it's going to really hurt our children in the future. So we need to do something to stop it because it's a difference between freedom of expression and it's just the tyranny or the... What's the word I'm looking for? The glorification of violence, promiscuous sex, and drugs. And she says we shouldn't be talking about to like this to to each other, and we shouldn't be promoting this type of behavior towards our women. So they weren't trying to hear none of that. They were like First Amendment, freedom of speech. You just don't want us to be able to tell our truth. The same thing happened with jazz. The same thing happened with funk. Every time a new generation comes out with music, the older generation fights against it. But her fight was different because she was taking it on as a political movement. And so Suge Knight's attorneys said, um, she's really a slumlord. She talks about the community, but she doesn't care about her tenants. And you know, they tore down, because her father 
was an activist as well. So she came from a family of activism, you know, in the 60s and the 50s and things of that nature. So she was like on the ground floor. So for them to attack her character, it it really put a damper on her. And then as far as I know, I haven't heard anything about her since then. But when I was looking into it, when I saw the article that called her the anti-rap crusader, it was published on March of 96, like March 20th of 96. And six months later, yeah, six months later, Tupac was murdered. So that makes me think, had she been successful in Interscope, I think it was Interscope, drop death row, then that would have possibly freed Tupac to be able to go to a different label. Because a lot of the stipula- a lot of the speculation about why he was murdered, one of those things was he was trying to leave death row. Like he just wasn't with the environment anymore. Things just wasn't, it wasn't a space that he wanted to be in. That was some speculation that was out there as well. And Shook knew that if Pac went, Snoop leaving. And Dre might go with him. So what happens to Death Row from there? That was the speculation of one of the reasons why he was murdered. But thinking about how if that would have happened, because Pac wasn't the type, yes, he was a, a voice for the community, but he was more so of a prophet. And I know that that's a very large title to give him, but some of his songs are so still relevant. Like you play it right, if someone else was to cover it or if they were to do a tribute to him and someone never heard Tupac and they didn't know that they were doing a a tribute to him, the song would still apply. The song would still apply. It would still be ring very true to the 2000s. It's tragic. But he would have still been able to create music and it would have forced other rappers to still tell their story, but work in a way that are like double entendres or more poetic because they have to find a way to say what they want to say and it not be so in your face, be more covert with it. So... I say all that, I digress. Not really, but yeah. I say all that to say, I don't really think that the issue is it's, you know, they let us say nigga, 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 but then draw the line with us talking about gaming. I think it's just the fact that anytime a black man is publicly stifled, Black men are right there unless he's gay. It's going to be real. Well, mm. Juicy Smollett, yeah, he's going to trial in like November. So then there's that. But then no, no, because I was going to say you guys were on his side. But then again, I think back and you weren't. Y'all were looking, this story got holes in it. And I know you're probably like, because there was holes in his stories. Yeah, but before you knew there was holes in his, 
Jasmine's story. You just assumed that there was holes in his story because he was gay. I mean, I know that didn't work out in his favor because he was lying anyway. But y'all still wasn't gung-ho for him. Which brings me to this point. The reason why I personally believe that the LGBT community is further along than the civil rights movement, because number one, they've had so much more time and put so much more thought and effort into um, destroying us. Like, not just as black men, but just separation between ourselves, just making us fight against just ugh, hatred to the point where we're so bogged down, we're just tired. So, but besides that, the bigger point is because white men will look out for each other. They will. They will, even if they're closeted. And at the front of both white supremacy and the LGBT community are white men, whether they are currently or formerly white men. They're white men, which is why they're so much further along. Because now that you can be gay and not get arrested, you can be gay and not get fired, you can be gay and openly be gay and get married. Not everywhere, but you can get married. So for gay white men, you're not about to just put them back in the closet. No. Because you, as a black man, are always going to be their common, in, common enemy, period. Period. You still have gay men who are crazy racist. Like, hey, I may be gay, but I ain't a nigga. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? Like, just because I don't put my in the same hole as you. I mean, we still both white. We still have that. And that's why they get so much further along. And that's why I believe that a lot of the people in the trans community who are like screaming out about comedy specials that you don't have to watch are the ones who are upset. Because honestly, it's still, it's still black and white. So, for example, when you hear um, white trans women speak about the injustice of the trans community, they are talking about how they can't perform in sports with women. Okay. I don't understand the biology of that, so I don't even get into it because I don't have enough information or just clarity to even speak on that. So there's that. But when you hear about black and Latin trans women talking, they're just talking about staying alive, just surviving, just not getting murdered, just not getting murdered. That's, there's the difference. And that's basically what it is for white people and black people in general. It's just the same thing. It's the same thing. It's like, y'all are screaming about masks, and we're screaming about mass murderers on the street right now. Like, what? People kill people and live 
to take their last breath because that was the last breath God gave them. Not because someone else took it away from them. Zimmerman is sleeping right now. He probably has sleep apnea he's so fat. But he's sleeping freely. He can open and close his own doors. He can walk to the grocery store, to the corner store. He can get a little nifty and, you know, put on a hoodie, put his hood on, and walk to his mailbox. Then walk back, turn on and off the lights, make his own meals. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Have his own meals delivered. He's just living. So when he says things like, Um, the story that he told about Daphne. So I don't know if that's what, I just, I'm so confused because one, there are people in the audience who are unhappy. Why are you coming to a comedy special if you're going to be mad? Like, honestly, if you're going to come to a comedy show, you're coming to laugh, right? Did someone give you those tickets? Did you win them? Did, I don't understand. Was it like a company event and like everyone was so excited and you're like, uh, cause there's like three people in the audience and I'm like, why are your arms folded? Are y'all mad? Why are you mad? It's a comedy show. Laugh. <laughs> Nothing? All right. Like, you're literally at the show. Did you pay for your tickets? You must've won them. You must've won them. You didn't want to sell them. You must've not known the resale value. I'm just so confused. Like, you came there to be mad? Did you not know where you were going? It's not like you just ha you were at someone's house and they invited you over and everyone was like, oh, have you seen this? Like, oh my God, I want to see it. I haven't seen it either. And then you're just sitting there with a whole bunch of people and they're making you watch it. That wasn't it. You were at the show. I'm so lost for words. Anyway, um... He told a story about this trans comedian named Daphne. And he spoke about Daphne in the last special. And he was telling the story about how after she opened for him, you know, um, he told her, you know, whenever I'm in San Francisco, you can open for me and I can give you pointers and tips and stuff like that. Da, da, da. And so something happened in her life and she took her life. And um, he said, when he was telling the story, he said how killing herself was the most manly thing she's ever done. And I know that a lot of people got offended by that, but I don't think that that was, um, I think that was a statistic. Because statistically, women attempt suicide more, but men commit suicide more. So I think she like jumped off a bridge or something like that. So that's the other thing. When women who attempt suicide, the reason why they attempt it and they don't die is because they commit suicide in a way that still allows for vanity. So they'll take pills, they'll slit their wrist because honey, I got this going to be open casket. Okay. You better make sure Mr. Rye make me a Chinese bob wig. I don't know what color. Just let her 
think of something about that would look good against my complexion after I'm embalmed. You know what I'm saying? I just make sure everything, eyebrows, somebody got to give me some eyelash extensions if I already have them. And just make sure if I don't have on a full set, just put some gloves on me and then put my hands like on the bottom part of the coffin so I can't see it. I don't want to. And if I have to come back to life, you know, because a zombie apocalypse, 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 just like makes me rise from the dead or something like that. I don't want to be like the first thing I think of when I get out like, oh my God, I need a feeling. Don't give a zombie a feeling. <clears throat> you know, I don't want to be thinking like that when I'm a zombie. You know what I mean? I want to be like, mm, brains. Then again, I think about it. If there is a zombie apocalypse, if they have to eat brain, are they just going to die of starvation? Because there's not too many people with those over here. I digress. But I think that was more of a statistic. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I just think that it, it's frustrating to see because black men work so hard. Not all black men. If it ain't, if it don't apply, let it fly. Like, oh my gosh. Some stuff we just need to just have. You know how they used to have those like moments where there was no TV on or like the, the network went off for the night. And so you had like that rainbow strip. It had like black, white, green, and pink or whatever. And it'd be like, Ooh. they should just start doing that again. But just start saying stuff like stains. Like if it don't apply, let it fly. Or all your skin folk ain't your kin folk. Or wash your hands, you dirty bitch. You know, something like that. Like messages that you need to hear. Like buckle up. Knuckles to buckles. You know what I'm saying? Like something that just seeps in while you're, while you're sleeping. Because you know a lot of people, they can't, they can't sleep unless the TV's on. That's weird. But I guess I'm, according to social media, I'm the weird one. I'm the serial killer because I want to sleep in darkness. Like close the curtain. Let me put on my eye mask. Turn off the TV. I don't want to get distracted. And then, especially if, like, that's how people be buying stuff impulsively. So especially if you go to sleep and the show goes off and so it's nothing but infomercials and they're trying to sell you stuff. And then you just wake up and it's on your phone. And you think, huh, I need this. And you don't even know why you need it. Because you were listening to the infomercial and they kept saying the name over and over again and your phone picked it up and that's how you bought it. I don't know how we got here, but I want you to keep that nugget because it's going to be helpful in the future. Oh, yes. Messages that they should be saying out to you. But don't apply, let it fly. But I feel like some black men are so rooted in trying to get to as close in proximity with rights as that of a white man. Not of just, they, do, I, they don't care at all about equality. They just want to be able to rule the world the way that white men have. Into the ground, okay? Because 
Why is that your goal? Like, there's so many men who are just, when you listen to them talk, I'm like, you just want to be a white man so that you can just terrorize everyone around you and people let you. Like, you're kind of sadistic. Like, you're kind of crazy. Because that's why there's been so little progression with us. Because it's just the, the ego that's out there. And I'm still so shocked about, because in the special, I know I'm going all over the place, but in the special, he was saying to give the baby another chance. And it still kills me that the part that is getting so much attention is him talking about gay people. It's just going to be gay people. There's nothing you can do about that. But he made statements about HIV and AIDS that were not true. And it devastates our community. We need to be having a conversation about that because that's something that we can control. That is something that we need to be holding these legislators feet to the fire about. Because when you look at the places and the states that have the highest number of HIV rates, they are areas where black people are condensed or it's a rural area. So they don't have, you know, proper sex education and their education system is piss poor and it's segregated or redlined or whatever term we're using now. But that is the part that gets me because AIDS spreads so quickly, especially in small rural areas because people have known each other their whole lives and they've never moved. Like they moved into a building three blocks away from where they went to middle school. Like they've been in that same area their whole lives. So literally, if you're not all cousins, everyone who's not related is fucking. And that's how you're spreading AIDS. And we're not talking about that part. We're not talking about the part that we need to have access to condoms. We're not talking to girls, to our daughters about the strength of saying no and standing on it and not being afraid and not allowing themselves to be put in a position to be coerced and teaching our men and our boys what coercion is. Because we get so mad with each other when we bring up subjects like this. Like we look down on each other, we talk down on each other, we talk on people we, in order to make ourselves feel like we're so much of an intellectual superior to them. Even though we're, the, we're in the same fight, we're both black. You're a male, I'm a female, but we're still in the same fight. So instead of having actual conversations to move it forward, we just attack each other, which is basically what he said in the special. And he got attacked. And I'm just like, the reason why I bring up the fact that I feel like black men are just trying to get to a proximity 
of whiteness or white male domination, whatever you want to call it, is because one of the groups that called out for Dave Chappelle comedy special to be removed from Netflix was the National Black Justice Coalition. I'm sorry, what? I really never saw, not one time, did they ever, with the mountain of evidence, ever not once demand that YouTube take any songs or Spotify, nothing, nothing, nothing about R. Kelly. Which is why I said, I believe that some men, but some black men just want the rights of a white man so they too can go around and do hurtful things to gays and women and children and have no repercussions for it. Because what happened? You weren't looking out for the young black girls who were videotaped. You know I always got to bring him up, and I can't help it. Once he goes away and I don't have to see him anymore, I can stop talking about it. But I would also like to say that when these names, because I just feel it in my gut, R. Kelly's not going down alone. He's not going down alone. Oh, no, no. He's looking at basketball numbers. Okay, overtime basketball numbers. He not going down alone. He giving everybody name. Everybody. When I say everybody, I mean everybody. And he been in the industry since late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> that list is extensive. Extensive. Mm. And none of them are going to be a surprise. And I'm just going to go on the record because I've said this on Twitter and I'm saying it out loud. My girl has Stockholm. I'm going to leave that at that. She had Stockholm. She bonded with her captor. I'll leave that there. I said too much. I'm never going to be able to sign an NDA. Damn. Anyway, it just proves what he was saying. Like, y'all don't have no empathy for anyone. No one. Because what? What are you saying is hurtful to the black gay community? Uh, what y'all doing is hurtful to the black, gay, and trans community. Like, y'all legit will justify beating a trans woman because you try to smash and she was pre up. Okay. I mean, just applaud the makeup artist, put your pants on and walk out. That's it. Did you post her? You ain't post her. You know you ain't post her. And you wasn't going to have any plans to post her. So, what's, what's the deal? I mean, why are you really mad? Okay. And he talked about everybody. I know y'all new to having attention on your fight, but 
um, you should probably focus on the people who are murdering you and the legislation that's not being passed. You should probably save all that energy for, um, what's her name? Caitlin, because um, she's pre-op. She's never getting taken off. That's her prerogative, however she wants to live in her trans identity. But she backs Trump. Oh, I'm sorry. She backed Trump until Trump didn't back her. And she's still not really for y'all. But you're focusing all of your energy on a black straight man instead of focusing it on one of your most famous transgender public figures who absolutely does not care about y'all. Like, she's one of y'all, and she don't care about y'all. She's proving it. Right. I mean, she did lose, so y'all did do that. Good job. Yay. But y'all fake. All this fake outrage. You just mad because, I mean, you not on top. And you don't like being the bottom. <laughs> Doesn't feel good to be pegged at first. Nope. It doesn't. But you let it happen. Okay? It'll get better after time. Just relax. You know? Go with it. Getting back from behind is like... I heard that it's like better than missionary. Just like, let it happen. You know? Relax your booty muscles. No... Too much. My bad. Mm. I'm telling you. I still can't get over y'all actually over here thinking that being gay is a choice. I'm not getting into that again. I'm not even going to do that again. I'm not even going to do that to myself at all. Because, mm. mm-hmm. Anyway, I say all, all that because You know who was just convicted in July? Ed Buck. Do you know who Ed Buck is? Okay, I'll tell you. He's a Democrat donor. So he gives money to the Democrats in order for them to be able to campaign, blah, 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 blah. Okay? So he had multiple black male escorts come to his home and then mysteriously die of overdoses. The thing about it is, is that they knew within the community, you go to his house, you're going to get high. He's going to force you to get high. Like, there were stories of men there who's like, I've never tried crystal meth before I went to his house. And he had multiple, multiple black men die in his care. And they knew in the community. And the only reason why this came out, not because black men found out that their brothers were being murdered by a wealthy white Democrat. But because black women were like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Come here, sis. Come here, sis. You mean to tell me how many people went to his house and he's still out? He's still free? Oh, no. We're going to be at his house. I'm going to go get you. You know what? Give me your number. Don't go to his house tonight. I'm going to go get my girls. We're going to get some People riled up, and we're going we gonna to handle this. We're going to handle this. Black women 
were the ones who brought the attention to him. We don't give a fuck if you're a de- Democrat, Republican, you're a liberal, conservative. I don't give a fuck. You are responsible. You're going to be held accountable. You need to be in jail. Because we can't account you brothers to do that. Because, uh, I mean, they was gay anyway. Like, they put themselves in that environment. Like, you knew. Okay. You know that condoms help to prevent unwanted pregnancy, but you got three kids. Maybe four. Okay. Get out of here. Get out of here. You just don't care about their lives because they're gay. And that makes you look less masculine. You're not getting, you're not caring about the oversexualization of black men unless it's gay, it's gay men making you look bad. Unless it's gay men making it look like it's okay for these white dudes to come over here and try you. Cause if you not got a gay white dude, you going under the jail. So you can't set that precedent. So you can't stick up for your brothers, even though y'all in the same fight. Even though we wouldn't know they was gay if they decided to be butch that day. Y'all fake care. Y'all fake care. All I'm saying. As long as it's a straight black man, you gonna stand by, I'ma stand beside him. Mm-hmm. That's my man. Mm-hmm. I'ma stick beside him. Mm-hmm. That's why we're not getting away in life. But you know, we still here. You're black sisters with too much attitude and too much mouth. You know, we'll use it to save you, to answer your calls. Because we only get calls if you locked up or abroad. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, baby, when I get home from war, I'm going to marry you. But you never come back home because you found yourself a chick when you was overseas. Oh, man, I got me an exotic. Okay. I, I'm just saying. Y'all always gonna be your own words for me. But all that to say, I'm not trans. So I can't say I'm not offended. Who gives a fuck about my opinion? He wasn't talking about me. He's talking about trans. I'm saying if you're gonna be mad, make some noise about something that's gonna make something move, okay? Because y'all are y'all are being murdered. Y'all get murdered, what? I think there was maybe, let me Google. I want to say three trans women killed every month. The numbers are astonishing. How oh, many trans women What's Google say? <sighs> yes, I know that there's supposed to be two different words. Oh, wow. There's 12 months in a year. Because what? This is not a real number. 
this article is from June 14th, 2021. It's in The Guardian. So, you know, credible source. Guardian is a, a magazine. Is that a magazine for LGBTQ? I'm sorry. I'm really bad the letters. It's not out of disrespect. This is the tongue. You already know. Human rights campaign record, records at least 28 killings so far. This was in June. This was in June. 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 That's roughly what? Four women a month? In June. What? Oh, it's just only four women in a... It was four women out of the trans community. How many people identify as trans? Those numbers are not as high as the amount of people who are considered minority, which is why it's still a startling number, even if it's only four. You understand what I'm saying? Is it making sense? Is it clicking? Is it not clicking because it's not about black people? Okay. So, more white people are murdered by police than black people. Why? Because there's more white people than there are black people. Cookie? All right. So, percentage-wise, we're getting murdered more. Right? Oh, my God. The same thing. It's the same thing. I just don't seem to understand stuff unless we make it about a straight man. This is this this is a problem. This is a problem. This is a problem. Like it shouldn't be this hard. Same concept. Same concept. Okay. If a white man can't call you a nigga, you as a straight man can't call a gay man a faggot. Are we clear? Because you don't have to fight that fight. Right? Make sense? Doesn't, doesn't. It's not clicking. Like, it's not there. See, that's what I'm saying. Zombie apocalypse, they're going to starve to death. Because it's ding dong. Nobody's there. No one. Lights off. <sighs> I wish I was a flamingo. Because I'm above all this shit. Even though I'm too bright to ignore I want to be in Florida, and I don't want to be in Florida. I kind of don't belong in Florida. That's why I'm a flamingo. Like, I want to go back to Florida, but I don't want to go back to Florida. And like, you see a flamingo, and we're like, oh, you're in a swamp. You're really bright and pretty to be in a swamp. Yeah. Just going to leave that there. Because Texas... Last episode really took a lot out of me. So I don't want to talk about the state that the state that I'm from is in. Because Miami, it's not Florida. I just want to say that. It's not Florida. Okay? It's not. And that's very confusing. Because when you look at it on a map, it's like, Miami, and then it's like Florida. But it's kind of like, when you look at it, it's like the Dominican and Haiti. You know what I'm saying? 
So it's like, it's the same, but it's not. Okay. All right. We just connected by a bridge. That's it. That's all. Or tolls. Whatever. Potato, potato. You guys, try to stay sane, man. Mind a business that pays you. Um, don't infringe on other people's rights. Let people live. You got to let love rule. Let love rule. No? I liked it. I thought I did pretty good. You guys only got two songs today. You're welcome. Good job. I would say don't forget to follow me on Instagram, but I'm taking like kind of like a hiatus. Like I get on there to check on my DMs to like see if my friends send me anything funny. So I'm like, oh my God, that's so funny. Or just to look at my guy babies and then I get off. Or, you know, look at something toxic like spiritual world or just an LA boy. But if you want to look at my old stuff, there's on there. I talk a lot. Well, not really. Kind of on my stories. Anyway, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's underscore, underscore, D, like Dulce, U-L-C-E-R-I-A, underscore, underscore. Dulceria, I'll take you to the candy shop. What I got. I don't remember that song. I don't remember at all. I didn't really like that album. Except for, I've got no pickup lines, I stay on the grind, I tell these hold all the times, bitch, get in my car. I digress. I'm going to let you guys go. You have a wonderful weekend. I love you. Please, please, please take care of yourself. And just, um, yeah, if it don't apply, let it fly. Have a good night.